0: Today, we have Gayatri Kamath. She's an ardent cricket fan that she uses cricket references in her everyday conversations. She even gives cricket examples during classes, no matter what the subject is. Her loyalty is live with India and RCB. Well, no points for guessing that. And overall, she's an insanely mad cricket fan. She's a huge follower of Virat Kohli and became his biggest supporter even before he became the Virat Kohli that we know today. Her passion turned into action in 2012 when 11-year-old Gayathri began collecting pictures of Virat Kohli from newspapers and stuck them in her very own Virat Kohli scrapbook. She has captured some of his absolutely mesmerizing innings in that book. The teenage Gayatri also wrote a 14 stanza-long poem dedicated to Virat Kohli, which she considers her greatest literary work. The admiration she has for him has just grown stronger with each passing year. Like any fan of cricket, she has her own superstitions. She believes that if she drinks Chiku juice before a match, Virat Kohli will hit a century in that match. Uh, She firmly assures me that it has worked 90% of the times. Rest assured, we have a Virat Kohli fanatic in the house today and I'm sure it's going to be a blast.
1: Welcome to the show. I've been waiting for this collaboration to happen ever since the idea of the podcast struck me and I'm so glad you're
2: doing this. Hi Neha, it's an absolute delight to be doing this. I can't tell you how pleased I am that my podcast debut is going to be with you on this topic. I can literally talk about this topic for days and it's going to be a dream come true to have this conversation with you Neha. Let's kickstart
1: our discussion by focusing on Virat Kohli's roots and his early days in cricket. Well, the under-19 days. A lot of us know about this young lad who led India to victory in the 2008 under-19 World Cup in Malaysia. It was most certainly an iconic milestone in his career and life was never the same as. The adulation that followed was really different and he was on the radar of a lot of selectors. He was also picked by Nama RCB team for that year, in 2008 itself, and also made his way into international cricket. Though he was also picked into series against Sri Lanka in the same year. Although he did not have an ideal debut, he worked his way up and never looked back since
2: then. Yes, Neha, this also paved the way for his future captaincy because with the under 19 World Cup win, he impressed everyone with his belief in his team in that World Cup. And he had talked about winning the World Cup before he even embarked on the World Cup journey and he justified his words with that win. Yes, most certainly. The next point I'd like to make is about the day his father died, uh, in which he was in the Ranji Trophy match be- versus Karnataka. So, in that yeah. match, Karnataka had posted 446 runs. In the response, Delhi was reduced to 103 for 5, with Virat Kohli on 40. And he was on 40 overnight, and that night his that was the night his father passed away. The man who had given wings to Virat Kohli's cricketing dreams had suddenly left him. He was understandably distressed and inconsolable, and his family thought he needed a distraction to cope with the grief. So that night, Virat Kohli called his coach, his childhood coach, Rajkumar Sharma, and Rajkumar Sharma advised Virat Kohli to continue his innings. So for Kohli himself, it was a way of paying tribute to his father, and in that, uh, in the next, on the next day, he hit a 90 before he was given out of a wrong decision and he had to trudge back, extremely devastated. I'm glad you brought this point up because it goes to show what the man is
1: made of. Coming off a huge personal loss at such a young age, it is commendable to see the way he coped with that loss. It also indicates that the team always comes first for him and that also shows he's a team man. Most of his teammates were astonished by the way he battled through the grief and really held himself together at this vulnerable time. The next segment will now focus on his most iconic innings in tests and P20 internationals. Coley has so many innings to boast of and for us fans to be in awe of. However, we have tried to collate his best innings and reminisce over what made him, over the years, a fierce batsman. I'd like to initiate the discussion by bringing up his iconic test innings into the picture.
2: Yes, I would first like to bring up the 200 versus West Indies in Antigua in 2016, and I would like to emphasize that these innings are not in order of ranking, but more in chronological order of how they happened. So this innings particularly was Virat Kohli's first double century and the only one away from home. So it was the first test in North Sound, Antigua in 2016. And he hit his double century, which helped India reach a mammoth total of 566 runs. India then won by an innings and 92 runs. In the same year, 2016, Kohli had a magical run where he hit four double centuries in four consecutive series. A record in itself and breaking the previous record of Dravid and Bradman, who did it in three consecutive series. So this was the first step in underlining his greatness in test cricket.
1: Yeah, this is certainly one to remember and it proves that he's an excellent test match player and breaking the records of Bravit and Dragon proves his mettle further.
2: The next innings I would like to mention is the gritty 153 runs versus South Africa in 2018. So, 2018 was a defining year for Indian cricket with away tours to South Africa, England and Australia. South Africa was the first frontier and India arrived on South Africa's shores with a lot of hope. However, India started on a disappointing note by losing the first test and Kohli failed to impress. In the second test, Virat Kohli hit a magnificent 153 at Centurion, single-handedly fighting to reach the first innings total of South Africa. Unfortunately though, India lost the second test too and with that the series, despite this brilliant knock. So, in, this was a very low-scoring series and this was one of the highlights as no other batsman hit a century in that series. And Virat Kohli finished as the highest run-getter of the series. This innings highlighted his temperament of getting runs in very difficult situations and conditions. Later on, India won the third test and in that test, Virat Kohli contributed with scores of 54 and 41.
1: This again is one of his classics and it goes on to further prove what an absolute legend he is. 2018 is a very special year and with an innings like this, it certainly is like an icing on the cake. The next innings under spotlight is the 149 he scored versus England in 2018. This innings is very special because when India toured England in 2014, he clearly had a disastrous tour. So this was a way of showing his back with the back. We will be talking about this, the 2014 England failure, a little later. But he scored a fighting century in the first test of this series at Birmingham, a knock of 149 after one of the all time epic tussles against Jimmy Anderson. No other Indian batsman crossed 20 runs in that specific match. Kohli followed it up with 97 and 103 two games later at Nottingham. This series is literally etched in my mind for the sheer tenacity and the way he blissfully fought all his demons. They were you know, some of his most fluent mocks. Not did he compile a mammoth
2: score as he so often does. But it was certainly one to remember. Yes, Neha, one must remember that in the 2014 series, he had managed less than 149 in the whole series. Here in the next, se- next series that they came to England in 2018, in his first innings itself, he scored more than the entire previous series. To answer all his critics who were eager to see him in England, that innings yeah. like you said he struggled a lot and he was also lucky with some of his catches being dropped but he continued to fight through it all his critics were finally silenced because in because england was the only place he hadn't succeeded in that's a valid
1: point gayatri i'd now like to draw attention to his landmark t20 innings
2: so one of my most memorable t20 innings of virat kohli was the 55 versus pakistan in the in the 2016 P20 World Cup. So the 2016 World Cup was organised in India and the fans were obviously expecting India to win it because it was in home conditions. India surprisingly lost its first match to New Zealand in Nagpur and the second game itself was against Pakistan. So added to the pressure of an India-Pakistan match was the pressure of getting off the mark in a World Cup at home it was a low scoring scoring encounter in eden gardens and india had to chase down a target of 180 while it looked very easy the early wickets of shikhar dhawan and rohit sharma rocked the chase being an india pakistan match also added extra pressure but virat kohli with a stabilizing knock of 55 not out ensured that india reached the target within 16 overs he deflated the hopes of the pakistanis who tried to make inroads into the batting lineup Virat Kohli's unbeaten knock also ensured India's unbeaten streak against Pakistan in World Cups continued. And this streak we are all proud of as Indians.
1: (laughs) Yes, this is most certainly something that was iconic. Undoubtedly the best as Virat Kohli being the man who always steps up in the big occasion and scores the big ones, got India through the line. Also, the day he paid uh, the tribute to Tani by bowing was simply inspirational and heartwarming. Next up, we have the 82 not out versus Australia in the same uh, World Cup. Well, personally for me, this was one unbelievable innings. It does not take one to guess. As Kohli was in a rich vein of form in 2016, where he astonishingly s- slammed four IPL hundreds. Kohli also exhibited his white ball prowess throughout the T20 World Cup, best highlighted by his masterful chase against Australia that sealed a semi-final spot for India. A standard feature of the knock was Kohli's ability to change gears despite the early loss of wickets and the mounting scoreboard pressure. In a knock that he later deemed his best ever in this format, Kohli hit nine fours and two sixes. Once he reached his 50, he was certainly on an overdrive, and at that point, India needed 51 of 26. They won with five balls to spare. Legendary innings, hands down.
2: Yes, for sure. While I was watching the match, I was pretty tense because it seemed like Australia would win it. It was a mammoth total, and everything rested with Kohli's wicket. Another striking aspect of that match that I would like to talk about is the phenomenal running between the wickets with Dhoni. So they ran, they converted singles into doubles, and that reduced the pressure to get boundaries. Also, the fact that he hit more 4s than 6s indicates that he chose to take the lower-risk, higher-reward approach because he also knew that his wicket mattered and if he got out, he probably wouldn't have won that match at all. Yes, that's, that's again
1: a very good point that you bring up. However, there are more innings and double centuries that deserve due credit. However, due to the paucity of time, we have kept our discussion limited to these iconic innings. With this, we come to an end with part one of this three-part exciting series. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank Gayatri for joining me on this adventure to relive and experience Virat Kohli's journey. I'm happy that you listeners would also join me in the other two parts as well. Thanks again
2: and cheers. Thank you, Neha. I actually enjoyed going and reminiscing about some of his T20 and test innings till now. And I'm really looking forward to the next part. Thank you so much, Gayatri.
1: Next up, we trace down and evaluate his virat Kohli stellar ODI performances, his white wall supremacy, the comparison with Sachin Tendulkar, and a trip down memory lane, revisiting his captaincy, contrasting it with how, it, how he has evolved. Hoping you will all join us while we uncover that journey too. Also, do check out At The Rate Never In The Backfoot's Instagram page for daily facts, fun trivia, quizzes curated just for you. Thank you so much for the support, listeners. Goodbye for now.